0: It's your boy. The one and only A switch AKA Who keep putting these damn keep putting these damn antiseptics in my pocket. AKA Let me rub on your shoulder until you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> AKA the Komaki tiger dropper aka the nilib master bringing you yet another episode of switches sites episode 167 to be exact uh today's date is december 22nd 2022 um happy holidays um i know it's been a minute i've been <laughs> had a pretty pretty long hiatus. Uh, I think the last episode was early November. <clears throat> so at least the plan was to take a break. Not as long as I did, but um, a lot of stuff happened. So at least I was initially planning to take a break. And then pretty much shortly after Thanksgiving, uh, my dad passed away. So that was a whole, that was a whole thing. So then, uh, yeah. It, that pretty much was the, the, the factor, nonetheless, but, um, yeah, so, you know, hey, it happens, it happens, loss, grief, all that stuff, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure I was going with that, um, shouts out to my dad, even though we didn't have the best relationship, but, you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him, so, in terms of paying my respects and whatnot um, also was a big factor in me getting into video games as a whole too so again didn't have the best relationship but I did love him and he was my father so um, yeah not to <laughs> uh, start off on a downer but nonetheless yeah that was uh, at least a big explanation as to why I was gone for so long but uh nonetheless, I'm back though. I'm back though. I'm back. I'm back. Can't keep me down. Can't keep me down. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> so um yeah. Um again, happy holidays. Um hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Whatever other respective holidays you celebrate in between um at least what this is <laughs> christmas eve 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 <laughs> if you're one of those people um so there's that uh yeah i was I was thinking of trying to do uh get one in earlier this week, but just couldn't just couldn't couldn't get it get get up to it, but nonetheless, I worked it up now I am back 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 like i never left but i did leave so there's that man i guess to catch up on some world events happening uh did that whole did i i I think this was before elon like just at least make a very good effort to destroy twitter that's still kind of going on to some extent just making all these weird decisions now currently you could see uh Uh, basically activity on on your tweets so you could see basically see people look at your tweets and not interact whatever at all (sighs) which is weird it's like why why would we why would we want that but i digress um so that's that's been a roller coaster going up and down it feels like so at least when we thought it was going to go down it didn't but you know I'm uh I'm I'm kind of uh trying to acclimate in terms of uh what stuff did I miss, what stuff did I talk about since last episode or um versus what stuff I did, which I'm not sure. But either way, I think I did a pretty good job of clearing that out. Um at least gonna try to play catch up, so a lot of maybe some miscellaneous stuff we that may have happened skip but at least I felt like I got at least some of the very interesting thought provoking topics to to speak on and talk about as of uh, today so yeah Um, so with that being said you know what let's stop the dilly dallying fuck fuck Damn it, I forgot to record, I forgot to record, Uh, I don't know what I want to do now, Uh, it's been so long, we'll just, fuck it we ball, (laughs) fuck it we ball, Uh, first topic of discussion, Damn it. Now on time codes, is going to be messed up. Ugh. Ugh. I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss right now. I really am. So I guess it'll just be 30. So, uh, Game Awards happened. Um, it was an event. I was in, a. I was in the Midwest. I was in Edmish. Um, so I uh definitely missed missed a lot of uh of that. I mean I did happen to catch the show, so there is that. Um yeah man, how Let, let's do it uh let's do it like it's been a minute. I'm catching my parents. I just gotta, I just gotta catch my parents. Just gotta catch my parents. It's been too long. So yeah, let's just go over the winners or at least, um, uh, obviously there's a lot of categories. So we'll get on, uh, you know, the most notable, I guess. Um, let us see. Um best adaptation, which is basically uh video game related stuff across TV, movies, comics, etc. Uh Arcane uh League of Legends won that one. I never really finished that. It was okay, but I've clearly I haven't finished it, so I can't fully vouch. Uh most anticipated game, uh Legend of Zelda, Tears of Kingdom. Um I wanted Resident Evil 4 to win. Uh, there was also Final Fantasy 16 Hogwarts Legacy, and Starfield with other games that were in that category. Um, Content Creator of the Year Ludwig. Hey, I was rooting for Nebelian, but what can what can you do? Best multiplayer game Splatoon Three. Uh, that was against uh, Modern Warfare Two, MultiVersus, Overwatch Two, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Brothers Revenge. Um, I don't know. I kind of wanted I thought Multiverse actually was going to win a uh, personal pick. Maybe probably um Call of Duty, uh, uh, at least what what I would have picked. Um best some strategy game, Mario rabbit Sparks of Hope. A uh, best sports racing game, Gran Turismo <laughs> Gran, Tur- Gran Turismo 7. Uh, best Family Game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, best Fighting Game, Multiverses. Um, I'm not, yeah, I don't think we got a chance to talk about the nominees, but who in their right mind put Sifu as a nominee for Best Fighting Game when it, it no, damn well, it's a beat-em-up. It's not a fighting game, quote-unquote. You do fight, but no. Whoever did that, 50, 50 hits. Um, you know, uh, at least the other categ- um, nominees, King of Fighters 15, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R, DNF Duel. Um, yeah, multiverses. I think it did deserve it. Uh, best RPG, Elden Ring, of course. Uh, it was up against Live Alive, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Best action adventure game, God of War Ragnarok, uh, against a Plague Tale Requiem, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Stray and Tunic. Uh, Well deserved. I agree with that. Uh, Best action game, Bayonetta 3, uh, against uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Kind of was rooting for a Neon White, to be honest. I feel like... Neon White is not was not getting the love it deserved, but I digress. Uh, Innovation and accessibility award went to God of War Ragnarok. Um, at least another notable, I think, pretty uh, pretty competitive category had Last of Us Part One in there, The Quarry, uh, Returnal. But uh, yeah, I think uh, God of War Ragnarok deserved it. I saw a lot of cool. Uh, features in terms of accessibility and whatnot, there. So, uh, best VR AR game was Moss Book 2. Um, I feel so so far removed from VR AR, but Among Us VR, Bone Lab, Red Matter 2, Afterfall were also in that category. Best community support, Final Fantasy 14 Online. Um, best mobile game, Marvel Snap best debut indie game stray uh oh, again i was on the i was on neon white which was a category also vampire survivors tunic and Orco. uh best indie game stray yet again again neon white robbed robbed i digress uh best ongoing game with the final fantasy 14 online Uh, Best performance, uh, Christopher Judge for God of War Ragnarok. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the damn 10 minute, 10 minute speech. (laughs) Uh, How could I forget? Uh, Best audio design, God of War Ragnarok. Best score music, God of War Ragnarok. Best art direction, Elden Ring. Best narrative, God of War Ragnarok. Best game direction, Elden Ring. And game of the year. Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel it. I I agree with what a good majority, of it, at least from what I played. And then, of course, wouldn't be the Game Wars without uh, announcements. So let's go over the announcements as well. Uh, At least they started it off crazily. Uh, Dead Cells with a uh, return to Castlevania DLC. So they showed the a trailer with Dead Cells and then they showed Castlevania characters and I'm thinking like where is this going? And then sure enough, apparently it's going to be basically a story that, you know, I would assume has Dead Cells within the Castlevania universe and it definitely it seems like they're alluding to, you know, Castlevania making a comeback. So, that was a very delightful surprise. Uh Hellboy, well, but weird. I think that's how you how you say it. Uh so basically a hellboy game. Who who would have knew? Not me. But I I'll, I'll take it. I'll play it. I'll play it. Uh Vampire Survivor is going mobile to uh iOS and Android. Um <laughs> which kind of makes sense it, the, the game definitely lends, lends itself to it. I did play a little bit of it and um yeah, definitely it definitely seems like uh you just basically move move and I I assume somebody's gonna make a, a snarky snarky uh turn for it. Like a, a walk a, a walk a shoot walk a shooter or something. I don't know. I don't know. clearly that I'm I'm not deserving of making a name. But I digress. Uh Horizon Call of the Mountain, the PSV VR two the game they announced earlier. That is getting a uh, well, they show a little bit more of, of the, of the, the VR game in action, uh, post trauma, <laughs> this game, <laughs> and I'm, I'm interested regardless, but post trauma, uh, basically it's like a game, uh, with heavy, heavy silent hill vibes. It's like an old Asian man, uh, in a, in a security outfit. Um, and he just walking around, he just walking, he walking and going through life and stuff and I'm interested though. I'm interested. It's on my radar. That's for sure. Uh, atomic heart. Um, I think we saw a little bit of this at, I think E3, they gave us a little bit more, uh, but apparently it's coming out early next year was looking pretty great. Basically. Like if you mix fallout with, uh, what's that one game fallout with damn it. Uh, what is that one game? Something something with a gun. <laughs> that, that narrows it down. That narrows it down. What is it? Um, Bullet something. Epic Games. Bullet Storm. Bullet Storm, that's what it was. So basically feels like a very high-paced Fallout-y type game, which, hey, that's enough for me. That's enough for me. I know that. Uh, scars above I guess the action adventure shooter I I, did, I don't know if we really saw too much of it at least the actual gameplay we saw some monsters I guess we saw like millisecond glimpses of gameplay oh yeah she's like on a, a third person third person shooter on a desperate island De- desolated island so you have that uh, Among Us, uh, announcing a, a hide and seek mode where basically, uh, you know, the goal is for everybody to hide. And then, of course, uh, the one of the characters is, you know, on kill mode and, you know, killing you on site. So it seems like the trailer show like he has a limited field of vision. So which makes sense to kind of at least mostly even the playing field in that respect. So. Interesting, cool mode that I think at least among us fans will will get a kick out of. Um replaced a sci-fi platformer with a retro futuristic vibe. It was cool. Uh Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter Six. We got a pretty extensive trailer, showed a little bit more of the that single player mode. Uh, where they um revealed DJ as well as uh some of the new uh additional newcomers Marissa uh not Manat it was some uh some other girl with an M, Malel or something and then some old dude with a cane who like he got the power of the hado now he's the like he seems the, he gives of like end game boss energy for sure so you got that um oh yeah and they also show like a 2v2 mode i think uh one of the street fighter games used to have this but basically like a 2v2 mode where you can call in uh like one of the actual street fighters and you know have them assist you in fighting some of these dudes on the street like like the name implies street fighter you know so but i'm what i'm looking forward to was uh what's uh what's her name marissa Marissa, she just, she just, she, she just speaking, speaking my language. She's, she's main material. Uh, her name is man. And that's, that's the girl, but, uh, Marissa given, given heavy main energy for me. Cause, um, just the strength, the, just the pure sheer strength and honor. I was really digging that. So, um, uh, digging her trailer, uh, DJ looking pretty cool. And a dude, I forgot that dude with the hat. Man and Marissa. I don't think they JP. That's the old dude with the cane. He was looking pretty cool too. I mean everybody looks pretty at least specifically from an artistic standpoint. Everybody looks pretty dope. I mean the game overall is looking 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 great. Looking just looking delicious as ever. You know. So um yeah. Really digging it. Street Fighter Six. And then of course they were they had a beta. want to say just recently, which again, yet, yet again, I did not get into just Capcom just doesn't want anything to do with me. I understand. Second time failed. But it's okay. Uh it's coming out. They revealed the release date, I think June second, third, twenty twenty-two. 23, my bad. Oh boy, that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna be an adjustment, having to get used to saying 2023, boy. <sighs> Let's hope that's, that, that's, qu- that's sooner than later. Um, They also showed Hades 2. That was a pretty, pretty big surprise. Literal, literally Hades 2, Um, where there's a new, new protagonist, uh, Zagreus's sister, Melione, Mel- Melano, Melano, uh an entirely new story, new weapons, and new villains. Uh probably Hades. I mean, I'm the names in the title, he probably I mean, I think it's probably a safe bet he might come back. So there's that. Uh Judas, I think this got a lot of people's attention. Uh it's made by the same guy who uh basically pioneered Bioshock. Um it definitely looks very much like a spiritual successor, at the very least, of, to Bioshock. But the official title is uh, Judas. So, got the hands with the with the, with the stuff coming out. <laughs> so, hands with the stuff coming. Out. I mean, that's literally what it is. Um. Also got Bayonetta Origins, Cere- Cereza and the Lost Demon. So. Uh, nope, not actually a traditional Bayonetta game. It's basically an action adventure platformer, at least what the uh the trailer, the trailer insinuates. Um, thought it might have been DLC to Bayonetta three, but I, I was very wrong. Basically, yeah, straight up continuation of Bayonetta. what you play a Seriza like the younger, younger version of Bayonetta, essentially. Um, as she explores, um, I. I think it's definitely before the first Bayonetta for sure. Cause like she's super young where, you know, the Bayonetta, the first one is fairly older. So <sighs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really looking too forward to it, to be honest. It just, uh, I mean, I'm just more of an action adventure person and you know, especially with an existing IP that's known for being a, you know, action game to, to it, to be more slowed down and to be like an, Adventure platformer type thing was at least kind of killed it for me. Also, the isometric camera view is I'm not a generally a fan of as well. And it's like all that together. I'm like, ah, uh, eh, maybe if it's on sale, probably. So, uh, Destiny 2 Lightfall, which is the next DLC, um, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, uh, Kill the Justice League. Where we uh saw uh yet another new villain, quote unquote, um as uh Batman himself, Bruce Wayne. Um in a very sentimental vibe, uh, because this is actually uh Kevin Conroy's last performance. Um, you know, before he passed away. Um, for those that don't know, yeah, Kevin Conroy passed away. So the legendary Batman, uh, voice of Batman in all the animated series and whatnot passed away. It was very sad. It was very sad to see that, uh, you know, this will be his last performance, <sighs> vocal performance. But, um, Hey, it seems like, uh, you know, it's pretty cool to see a very devious Batman, a evil Batman that actually kills people, at least, uh, with the, with the trailer insinuated that he was killing people. So, Uh, Another pretty crazy announcement, uh, Star Wars, uh, Star Wars, Jedi Survivor, which is the sequel to Star Wars, the Fallen Order, Star Wars, Star Wars, Jedi, the Fallen Order. Let me let me fact check that. Just to be sure. Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order. Had to be, had to be sure. So, uh, Cal Kestis his back. He looking a little rugged, got the beard, got some, got some scratches, scratches on the face, apparently being chased by Jedi hunters. Um, and, uh, it looked pretty dope. It, it, it seemed to be a lot of very, uh, um, customization with, uh, he can, he can rock, uh, two dual sabers. He, I saw he had a saber with a, with, with the, with the hilt, like, um, what's his name? Uh, Cal, Cal something, Darth. What, what the, what the hell is that dude name (laughs) The dude from, uh, Ken Ken Kenobi Ken Ken Kenobi What is that What does that dude name The dude um Star Wars villain Um what is that dude's name? Damn it. Kylo Ren. My god. Kylo Ren. Didn't he have another name? Anyway, Kylo Ren who had the the hilt or whatever um saw that and I saw what looks like a like maybe potentially Probably probably was in the comics or something at some point or whatever, some you know uh spin off thing, but saw what looked like a heavy lightsaber, like literally like it, the the saber was like very long, and he he was holding it at least if it looked like it had a lot of weight to it, so not I doubt that's the first we've seen of a heavy lightsaber, but either way, at least for me personally, it definitely seemed like. That was the first appearance of a, of a heavy lightsaber, which is pretty dope. I'm down with that. Um, no more heroes possibly maybe did it first, but you, but ironically, no more heroes kind of took from star Wars with the beam Katana, even though it's essentially basically a, a, a lightsaber, but you know, copyright stuff. So I'm digging it either way. Uh, Earthblade, uh, the next game made by the creators of Celeste, um, more platforming, uh, doing awakening, which I think is an upcoming survival MMO, uh, death strand and two pretty big, uh, announcement finally got confirmation. I think, uh, a while back, Norman Reedus, uh, <laughs> um, confirmed it without really, you know, I guess knowing, uh, about, you know, the legalities of it. Well, I guess it wasn't really that big a deal, but either way, he basically confirmed it a while back, but at least now we have yet even further confirmation that we officially got the announcement, uh, boy, Death Stranding 2, man, it's like a whole damn, you can make a whole dissertation of like how to interpret Hideo Kojima's trailers, but like with Death Stranded 2, um yeah it's a lot of questions a lot of questions that are are, are arisen at least you um it takes mainly takes uh takes the perspective of the one girl that ate the ate that damn ate that little bug to feel young or something it's i feel i'm feel far removed from death strand and just (laughs) hodeo hideo kojima's storytelling and whatnot but It was, um, it was something, it was something, just a lot more questions than answers, which is of course Hideo Kojima's M.O. It wouldn't be a Hideo Kojima production without being very confused and not knowing a damn thing about what the hell is going on. So there's that. There's that. Um, yeah, uh, you, at least with. With, uh, we see Norman Reedus' character, Sam Bridges. He's, like, way older now, which is cool. Um, so that's something, you know. He just, he all old now. But then I guess the confusing part is, like, where does the time, where does the time take place nowadays? Like, it seems maybe this is, like, forward ahead of time, but like some aspects may be in, in the past and you know how all this time works within this universe. And so that's a lot of questions. That's a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know. It's, it's, I forgot to be honest with you. I think she, she eats it to stay young. I believe that was the, that was the, the premise that yeah she would she ate the bugs to stay young because I'm not sure if it was a co- well I know the rain makes you age faster and I think the bug reverses that effect or something like that but you know Hideo Kojima stuff just 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 convoluted is all all hell um yeah my biggest question regardless is is this gonna be a UPS simulator yet again, or are we gonna have like some, you know, the full Metal Gear type experience where we'll actually get sneaking missions in, you know, the combat and stuff, more of the combat that you know, I felt like the game, the the base game was lacking. I never, I haven't played the uh definitive edition or director's cut yet. I know they added some um st- some stealth segments, uh, I guess, to kind of make it <laughs> make it more. Uh, I guess more or less boring, quote unquote, but it was beautiful. But I don't know. Yeah, at least after, you know, reflecting after beating it, it just wish it just I I was disappointed considering the, the Hideo Kojima's repertoire uh, backlog of games that he's worked on. Obviously, Metal Gear, you know, I think a lot of people coming off of Metal Gear was expecting something. Uh, at least along those lines, which I feel like it really wasn't for, uh, Death Stranding. So that's my big hope. Um, I just hope it isn't basically more of what the first one was and actually, uh, involves more action, more action and more interesting mechanics rather than like, Hey, (laughs) Hideo Kojima trying to be the most like brash and cocky like hey I'm gonna make you like this game where you really not really doing much you're just carrying packages uh, you know to basically other locations and that's it while you know try not to drop it and destroy it or whatever which that's all that's a, that's a very very hopeful hopeful thing of mine so we'll see we'll see Uh, Also got Tekken 8. We saw a little bit more of that. Um, We saw some more characters we haven't seen yet. Uh, Paul Phoenix, uh, Martial Law, Jack 8. Um, So you got that. Got a little bit more of the the, uh, Kazuya and Jin rivalry now that Heihachi is out of the picture. I mean, spoilers if you've not played Tekken 7. You had a long time to do that, but that Chris um so yeah I'm looking forward to that uh Baldur's Gate 3 if you're into that Diablo 4 if you're into that I guess we did see a little bit of Fire Emblem Engage the next Fire Emblem coming like pretty pretty soon next year uh we got Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores which is uh dlc for horizon forbidden west The interesting thing to note though is that this dlc is ps5 exclusive so if you have if you only have a ps4 you won't be able to play this dlc until you get uh the ps5 version or upgrade it to the ps5 version and play it that way so very interesting thing to note there um anything else that stood out Oh, we saw the first the full scene of the Mario Brothers movie, um, uh, at least for what I saw, as well as the recent trailer looking very good. I'm definitely I'm, I'm going to be there day one, day zero, day zero. Best believe. Um, Anything else notable? Crash Team Rumble, which is basically like, I guess, like a Super Mario Party competitor, it, it looks like. Well, no, it was more like, um, a, a fighting slash it. Yeah. It felt like a fighting slash party game where you're literally it, with the more emphasis on fighting, like platform slash fighting game. Um, another very awesome game. And definitely on my radar for sure is Crime boss, Rocket city where it's basically like a nineties, it seems to be a '90s first-person shooter, but it's got a lot of notable, uh, like you know, Hollywood uh, actors like uh, Michael Madsen, Danny Glover, Kim Basinger, Vanilla Ice. Um, who else? Who else did I see? I think I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw Danny Trejo in there. I mean, you, Danny Trejo, almost everywhere at this point. Um, uh, I think Danny Glover. Oh, I said that already, but. Um, yeah, so uh, just off that alone, I'm like i'm interested, I'm captivated, so it's supposed to be like uh kind of a a nineties cop uh type thing that uh is looking pretty interesting, so um, you know there is uh there's that there's that um so yeah, uh call of duty getting raid mode. Um that's interesting. Uh Cyberpunk 2077. Um getting DLC uh saving saving uh what's his name? Oh Idris Elba is uh is in is in the in the mix now, so it's like oh Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven with Idris Elba. Let me uh let me get on that. Um Armor Core six fires a Rubicon. This was the big uh, final announcement. Um where basically the next game from from Software uh who who has worked on Armor Core in the past um is working on this game. So that's gonna be pretty cool. Uh Final Fantasy sixteen saw I think a little snippet trailer of that and that was pretty much it for the game awards. So Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I dug it pretty solid game awards, uh, uh, shout out to everybody who won free steam decks. I guess they were apparently given every minute of the game, the game show, they, um, they had the, uh, they gave out a steam deck. If you were watching specifically through, uh, steam through the steam store or, um, through steam essentially you uh they're giving out steam decks every minute so if you got got one of those hey good on you did talk about hades too did talk uh briefly about that which is pretty dope um so yeah uh moving on let's see Uh, FTC sues Microsoft, um, or sues the block the Microsoft Activision Blizzard, 69 billion merger. So, uh, we talked about this a while ago where basically, um, uh, Microsoft announced that they were acquiring Activision Blizzard with the, this huge money, huge as money merger. Uh, but then, uh, at least recently the FTC, is suing uh Microsoft i guess in an attempt to block it um because of the concern that it could suppress competitors um uh to microsoft's game game console and its growing uh game subscription business so i guess I assume the the intention was that they 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 think it's um it would cause a monopoly if you will in uh you know the grand scheme of things which kinda understandable, I guess. Not necessarily. I mean, it's so many games and PlayStation has its own focused uh whatchamacallit, so I don't think it would really warrant that. But I mean, hey, that is a that is a is a, is a I guess a possibility. I mean Activision Blizzard does have a lot of pretty substantial IPs, but it doesn't it isn't like Microsoft, uh, Microsoft is like trying to hold a lot of these IPs to his chest. It's like, it was trying to work with PlayStation. I think specifically, uh, regarding the call of duty series to like have that be, um, be on the PlayStation platform. I, I think even they proposed letting call of duty be on a PlayStation plus or, uh, PlayStation premium. Uh, it's, uh, Um, premium service in regards to like being able to access certain games. So it definitely was trying either way. So we'll see how if this uh, is a wrench in their plans, but I don't know. It seemed like they would announce it if it uh, wasn't pretty much a done deal or almost going to be a done deal. So I think if anything, this is just going to slow the process rather than completely halt it. But you never know. You never know. So we'll see. Uh, along in, in line with this, uh, a weird, I guess, thing. I think uh, that Microsoft was doing to try and, I guess, appease uh, the FCC, FTC, is that they um, they're they're entering a ten-year commitment to bring Call of Duty to the Nintendo consoles, uh, with the merge of the Microsoft Activision, uh, Blizzard acquisition um Microsoft is committed to help bring more games to more people however they choose to play so that's uh that's 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 interesting um that's uh that's gonna be a weird thing to uh to come about i guess So, um, yeah, um, weird, (laughs) but then on top of that, like, how is, how is micro how is, how is Call of Duty going to work on it? At least the current Nintendo switch in terms of just like the sheer power it'll need to even be on it. Um, that's going to be, it's going to be a weird choice, you know, like. (laughs) <laughs> is it probably going to do go the way of like uh, the Capcom games, like uh, the, the latest Resident Evils that's on a Nintendo Switch that are going to be like basically going to be uh, what you call it. They're going to be um like uh, the, the uh, you, you can only stream it on your Nintendo Switch. And then how is that going to work if you want to play online? Like, are you just going to have to play stream the game and play online or something is like, how is that going to work? It's just, that's just, uh, it's just, it's just weird, weird, odd, uh, choice, if anything. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know how that's going to work. So, but, uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, moving on, uh, Yakuza cabaret minigame coming back, making a, a triumphant return, uh, to like a dragon guiding the man who erased his name, uh, for those that may have been curious, the, uh, I don't know what you call it. I guess you call it, well, it's the next. Technically the next well, it's not necessarily it's a spin off. So it's basically a Kiryu spin-off uh Yakuza game. Uh but it is announced that the Cabaret mini game is coming back. For those that don't know, Cabaret Minigame was probably one of the best mini games uh in game in gaming history, I'd even say. I'd I'd even challenge that. But um it's good to see uh That come back, so I assume it's probably going to be some continuation of sorts. If you played Yakuza Zero or Kwa- Yakuza Kwame Two, that uh that will come back. I don't even wanna I don't even wanna go even more into it, but I'll just say Cabaret Minigame, pretty fun, pretty awesome continuity, just the whole yeah. Whoever developed that, shouts out to them. Shouts out to Ryu Ga Gotoku Studios for doing that. Cause man, that is, <laughs> that is one fun cabaret mini game. I never thought I would be interested in 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 something of of this nature, but I I, I am. After I'm I am, thanks to Yakuza, thanks to the Yakuza series. So, uh, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to guiden like a dragon Gaiden. That's such a I gotta do it, like, like a, a dragon, dragon Gaiden. Gaiden. The man who erased his name. It's pretty cool. I, I like that. I like it a lot. Um, so yeah, I dig it. Just gotta. I'm. I'm. I'm pushing that agenda for uh, Yakuza. Pushing that Yakuza agenda. That's all I'm doing. It's all I'm doing. Okay, Um, God of War TV show um, is in the works. Uh, Amazon has confirmed this, so yeah, straight up. Amazon officially announced its plans to develop a new TV show based on the popular God of War games. Um, This confirms a previous report from March that the company was looking to adapt the popular PlayStation franchise into a streaming series. So, uh, yeah, I think it was rumored and then, yeah, now it's, uh, confirmed. So curious to see where it's going to go, but it is definitely in the works. So I think uh, a lot of speculation was flowing around. Like who's going to be the, who's going to be the main, you know, who's going to play the role of Kratos. I think, uh, who are the, the people, the suggestions of the actor being popped around? I think uh triple H <laughs> from uh, the WWF or he he's, who's now retired. Uh, Christopher Judge, who is the voice actor himself uh, for Kratos, I think he would make a pretty good uh, Kratos. You know, getting all, you know, being all dolled up, all uh, spruced up, and in, and in, in the gear, and the and you know, all the paint whatnot. Um, I think Dave Bautista was one, but I don't know. He, I feel like he's that's a boring choice in my opinion because I don't know. I think it just, I don't know. I, I wouldn't really agree with that choice, but, um, Jason Momoa, I heard that that was a pretty good choice. I'd be down for that. He definitely evokes, uh, the same characteristics as Kratos. I think he could definitely play the, you know, a stoic cold, like, uh, you know, distant Kratos as well. So those are all, those are pretty cool options. Definitely. Pretty pretty enticing options, I have to say. So, um, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But hey, um, I, I'm I'm definitely into it. I, I'm de- I will definitely watch a God of War series for sure. So, with all that being said, concludes the news. <laughs> Excuse me, concludes the news for this week. Getting what I've playing, it's been a minute, <laughs> it's been a minute, I'm, I'm getting my, I'm getting my bearings, I um, forgot to, forgot to press record, luckily, sooner than later, I just missed our intro, but either way, um, let's see, God of War Ragnarok, I did uh, finish it, well, since our last episode, definitely, I did beat it. Um, pretty good, pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I have some issues with it. Um, and you know what? It's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a while since it's been out. I think it's I think it's safe to get in them spoilers. I think it's safe to get in them spoilers. Uh, we'll keep it at the surface for now, though. Really enjoyed the combat. Um, I like the exploration. I like the continuation of. Uh, what was, uh, pretty much promised in the first game. Um, like, uh, uh the Thor implementation was really dope. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I like the, it didn't, it didn't ask, it didn't ask to take too much of your time, which I really liked it. It, uh, respected your time, which I very much appreciated. And I felt like even like the additional, the side stuff was, was worthwhile as well. That like I was uh I was uh you know I was down to do all the size stuff and it was very rewarding on top of that. And um again it, it didn't feel too chore like arbitrary. Like it just felt like oh we're doing this to get you to do this. It felt very worthwhile. So I really I really dug all that. Um but let's let's get into these spoilers because I got some I do have some issues with this game. Um, yeah, at least to the point where it would, it, it it definitely is not perfect. It's definitely a great game. Don't get me wrong, but it's some issues that I just cannot shake that like um, prevent me from like, you know, giving this a perfect score if I had the option to or Liberty to. Probably the first issue is the game is called uh in spoilers 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 by the way if you have not played god of war ragnarok and you uh are planning to this is spoilers spoilers for god of war ragnarok spoilers of course time codes and you know uh otherwise but just just put it out there anyway um yeah, so. So my biggest issue, well, one of my biggest issues is, okay, the, the game is called God of War Ragnarok, right? So pretty much it's going to be leading up to Ragnarok, right? So. Uh, basically, it led up to Ragnarok, right? It was it, things led up to ragnarok and it's just a lot of issues i do have with ragnarok itself um at least how it transpired was all right it was just more so more so towards the end like you fight odin odin was kind of uh disappointing as a fight to be honest it wasn't really as i don't know crazy or like i don't know interesting as i would expect so, okay. All right, fine. So after Odin is defeated and you know, all of that happens without, of course, I'm, I'm spoiling, but not trying to spoil too much. Um, after that, uh, you have this big loomy monster, I guess, I think its name is, uh, what was the dude's name? Uh, it's the big monster that's prophesized to destroy Ragnarok or whatever, or cause Ragnarok. I want to say. Nonetheless, this big ass monster. And so basically this big ass monster is destroying Asgard. Um, and then, you know, you defeat Odin, then you're okay. All right. And our next focus is on this big ass monster that, uh, is destroying Asgard. Right. So you basically, after you defeat Odin, you're focused on like, I guess at least my impression was like, all right, we're going to get out of here and fight this big monster or whatever. And so the monster like comes and like, you know, comes to you technically and is destroying stuff and then Freya's brother's like, "Oh, right, don't worry, guys. I I'll-, I'll hold them off. You you go. You go. Don't worry about me. Don't. Just go. Just don't worry about me. And then so basically they do that. And then like, um, Atreus, I think he got knocked out somehow and, uh, Kratos is, is carrying him, And then basically like the monster does like a final smash or something. And then, and then like the screen goes black and then basically Atreus wakes up and then you start talking to everybody. And I'm like, Oh, so we're not gonna, we're not gonna talk about what happened. Like, that's a huge ass monster that's destroying Asgard. And we're just gonna, we're just gonna not going to acknowledge what happened there. Not even going to be involved in something as crazy as that. So that was my big issue. It's like, I would have liked some more closure there specifically. Like if, like I, I understand to an extent like that monster is prophesized and destined to destroy Asgard. And I guess that's, I, at least what I interpret, that's the, what they're trying to have you or allude to that, like you can't defeat him, So it's a matter of escaping, but even then, like just escape, I guess, like show us escaping rather than like going cut into black and skipping that entirely. That was just, I felt like one of the oddest choices ever. Um, so that was that was my biggest gripe there. Um <laughs> and the other gripe was towards the end of of even though the credits are rolling, but towards the end of uh after that where you um you basically send uh Atreus off where he's destined to go by himself and be a man or whatever. And then he's just like, see ya. And then he just does like a weird mental smile and leaves. I don't know. I, I at least, uh, you know, reading the interviews and stuff that like Corey Barlog, the former director, um, said that, that he, at least that, that those are the few things that, you know, you just have to do, um, in the, in the plot. And I don't know, it just, it just felt weird and unnatural in a way, but I mean, it is a video game. I don't know. So there's that. Then my other biggest issue was, Okay. Just to paint the picture as well. Uh, I did get the God of War collector's edition. The one that comes with the, uh, the hammer Thor's hammer, mind you, Thor's hammer, the hammer of Thor, Thor's hammer. All right. Included in, in this, this collector's edition. Right? So, I mean, I I think for anybody that gets a a collector's edition of a game, uh, that it comes with the hammer of an enemy or whatever. Um, I think it's a safe assumption. Like, huh? Maybe we, maybe you get that. Maybe you get that somehow in the game. I, I mean, I, that's at least my guess. I would assume that's generally people's guess where uh, I wonder if you do get that in the game. So, at least during the plot, um, you know, eventually Thor dies, basically. Uh, and then, you know, his hammer was thrown somewhere else or whatever. So, you know, uh, that was basically before the fight with Odin. And then I was thinking, OK, um, oh, maybe you just have to find it and then you could just you can have it that the hammer will be yours, like a cool little, like not, not necessarily a canonical, but like cool little end game, like weapon to to play with. That'd be, that's pretty dope. I'm, I'm down with that. So, uh, after you beat the game, you talk to, uh, the, the Smith and they tell you, Hey, um, Oh, I see. I saw an interesting thing that you might want to see at Uh, I forgot the realm, but at this particular realm, I'm like, oh, okay. I wonder if that's, is, is she, is she talking about Thor's hammer? And then lo and behold, you go there, you see Thor's hammer. And then who do you see? Uh, through, I think, uh, Thor's daughter, she takes the hammer and she's like, I won't let you down. Dad picks up his hammer and soars into the sky. And I'm like, what, 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 what really? Like. Can I, can I just play with it for a little bit uh, c- come on man <sighs> so that was to be honest with you that's a that was a huge disappointment dis- disappointment for me like literally the 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 hammer is in the collector's edition of the game why why would they not let you play with the the hammer if it's in the collector's edition of the g- game like why would what? I don't know that just that was very disappointing for me that really that was hugely disappointing to me like you don't even get to play with the hammer and they clearly allude to it like why would they why would they include it I don't because it's not like Thor was necessarily a big huge component to the story necessarily the main plot but it was like, ah, come on, man, come on, come, come on. I would wanna, I would like to play with it. I would like to, I don't even, I know the developers saying like, it just, it was too similar to uh, Kratos' uh, Leviathan Axe. I don't care. You can make it different. You can make it totally different. Electricity and a hammer. You got the, you hear the thonk, the thonk of the hammer as you hitting people ah, it was, it's so much potential. You could have did with the hammer. Ah, That hurt my soul. It really did. Maybe there's a payoff in the next one. I guess they did seemingly confirm that there isn't going to be no DLC. At least that was my other suspicion, but technically I don't think I, they might do something like, um, uh, uncharted lost legacy where it's, it's basically it's basically DLC, but it's a separate game, but it, it's basically DLC. So maybe that's the loophole they're probably maybe potentially doing. Who knows? But uh, that really was very disappointed for me. It's like you, you get it in the collector's edition of the game, but you don't even get to use it. You don't even get to play. You don't even get to touch it. Huh? That really that really killed it for me. I'm not even gonna lie. That really did. It's like of course we want to play with his hammer. Why why who what, like it's Thor's it's Thor's hammer. You you don't really ever d- get to do that in a game, you know? I guess other than like the Avengers game. But you know what I mean. Like, of course, with the they made the the axe look really dope and feel good. Ah, that hurt my soul. I'm going to lie. That really hurt my soul. I was like, I was like, I didn't even want to look like I didn't even want the confirmation that it doesn't exist. i like, no, I want to see maybe it's like a cool little, you like find it. And then once you find it, you can use it type of thing, you know, Ah, but you, you don't. And, and, and even the, the other rep, the other weapon they had in, in, in replacement of that, I wasn't a fan of either because. It it was like a drop near Spear. I'm like, ah, I'm not even i I'm not even a fan of Spears like that. I mean, how they had it was kind of cool, but I don't know. Like, if I had the choice between the Spear and Thor's Hammer, what the hell you think I'm gonna pick? Of course, fucking Thor's Hammer. My goodness. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's That really killed it for me, to be honest. That like <laughs> that literally that like that literally knocked the game down immediately after finding that out. Not to say I didn't have a good time, but it was so disappointing, man. Like you <sighs> come on. Come on. Sony Santa Monica. Come on. I wanna play with the <laughs> I want to play with the hammer. I want the hammer, but I digress. So nonetheless, uh, it was, it was, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. I hundred percent of it got the platinum, uh, that's big ups to them too. Cause they, it made it, it was very easy to complete. It wasn't like just, Oh, you have to do 20 flips and do uh two flips while you, while you flipping under and, in and, and and kissing people in the face. I d I don't know. Something like that. You know, the five five hundred five hundred uh, booty booty coins or something, you know, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. Um Yeah, that was <laughs> Gotta wear Ragnarok. Unfortunately no booty coins, but you know. One man a man can dream, right? Oh uh, boy! <laughs> <I'm> moving on. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy VII uh, Crisis Core Reunion. Uh, it has come out. Uh, for those that don't know, Final Fantasy Crisis Core Reunion is basically a remaster slash kind of remake. I think of the PSP game, um, uh, the PlayStation Portable of uh, Final Fantasy Seven Crisis Core. So basically graphics up res, uh, I think they added voice work to like a lot of the, the scenes that, that otherwise weren't voice acted. Um, that's pretty much it. At least so far I've, I'm pretty, pretty new into the game. I've only maybe played about like seven, six hours in, in so far. Um, I'm digging it. I'm of course digging it. Um it definitely is some of the the at least if you're coming off of Final Fantasy 7 remake, it, the control is going to feel a little dated in terms of like you're confined to just one button to like attack and then all your other buttons are conditional or based on your AP or MP points. So, you know, you you got that um I do like how uh at least the responsiveness has been improved where it's not like a weird kind of pseudo turn based slash uh action type vibe where it's like like uh it's a huge delay to like give you the vibe that is kind of turn based um but not enough to the point where it's like fully turn based it's like a i don't know like a half half based half turn based type thing, but at least now it's essentially pretty much action based now, which I'm, I think it was a right move, especially in today's current climate, um, in regards at least specifically, of course, the square inning stuff. Um, uh, yeah, I dug it. I definitely, um, hope, uh, the more I play in terms of the <clears throat> abilities and stuff I get, it'll be more streamlined and uh, more engaging. At least now it definitely feels very basic, but I think uh, over time playing like the the side quest to get like additional moves and stuff like that will hopefully open it up a bit. Uh, definitely saw some new interesting liberties they've been taking with <coughs> re- remastering slash kind of remaking the game a little bit in regards to like uh, using uh, summons that uh, you couldn't do otherwise. I'm pretty sure it wasn't in a PSP version, but now if you acquire like summons, like by doing side quests, you can actually um, involve summons in your DMV now, which is pretty cool. And the DMV system was pretty interesting. I liked it. Um, At least nowadays I could see it getting a little old, but I mean, I played, I played a crisis core uh, shortly before um, remake came out and I still enjoyed it. But basically the DMV system is kind of like this randomized type thing where you have like kind of like a roulette of memories, if you will. And like, if they all line up in particular conditions, you either get like a, a limit break or, um, a, a boost to like your health or like, a like unlimited MP or AP use, um, and stuff like that. And at least now you get the summons that I'll like, if you do that, you can earn a summon and you can, uh, you know, uh, use it within the confines of the battle. So um, I'm digging it so far. I do like the fact that it, <laughs> it isn't intrusive like it is in the PSP version where like, if it, if it, if you, if something lines up, they'll like, I don't know, um, like improve the impact of earning it to where it'll like show a cutscene and it'll obstruct your gameplay essentially. So you have to wait. All right, I'm fighting people. Oh, all right. Let me, let's watch this cutscene and then okay all right now i guess to kind of improve the like uh add to the impact of getting like a, a new ability or whatever um that you haven't gotten before which i understand that so at least now it's at the top right corner of your screen so when you earn it at least you'll see a plan in the background but it isn't intrusive into the game it doesn't like break the uh kind of immersion of you playing the game which is a very, uh, um, worthwhile, smart, smart, uh, change. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but outside of that, I'm digging it. <laughs> One thing I'm not necessarily, it's kind of growing on me, I guess, but at least I, uh, at least was initially not a fan of was, uh, Zach's new voice actor. Um, I'm used to, I wonder, I'm curious who was Zach's, Zach's original voice actor. cool um so yeah Rick Rick Gomez is that a, uh oh yeah Rick Gomez yeah So he's the original voice actor and now Caleb Pierce is the new voice actor of Zach. I don't know. It just gives off. It just gives off, um, uh, puny like puny, at least for the original uh, Rick Gomez's interpretation of Zach. It was more, um, what's the word? Ambitious uh with ambitious with a with a slight air of of night na- 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 nativity na- nativity 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 you know what i mean with a slight air of nativity where you know it wasn't as like i don't know it, it, i feel like i feel like Caleb pierce's interpretation is just very depressing and like hey hey um Hey, hey, Sephiroth, how's it going, Separoth? Um, all right, we're gonna do this thing. You better, you better watch your back, Hojo. I'll get you, Yuffie. You stop it right now. It just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not digging it. Um, it's growing on me a little bit. At least the familiarity of it. As uh, the more I'm hearing it, the repetition. But I definitely, I really was a fan of. Rick Gomez is, yeah, I like Rick Gomez is way better, but you know, I assume why they did it. Well, I don't know. They could have got, I I think they could have got him back. Um, I'm curious now. I wonder what his story is. Yeah. Why is Rick Gomez not voice in sack? Okay, yeah, due to the mandate in Final Fantasy VII Remake, Gomez was re- was replaced by Caleb Pierce in that game and the Crisis Quartermaster. Yeah, so I guess because... I guess, was it contractual? Yeah, either way, his, uh, his voice is no longer. They definitely, <laughs> they're very obviously one with a different person. At least I'm not a fan of but you know ah uh, yeah that was that was a tough pill to swallow and some random bits it it, it uh it's a little bit better uh, but otherwise it isn't yeah I'm <laughs> I'm tempted to apparently there's a oh it's a it's a bug I guess there's apparently a bug in it, at least there's a bug that like plays Zach's old voice uh somehow um, which is cool. I, I definitely see them, uh, the PC version, PC people, PC powers uniting and, uh, you know, put it in his old voice that would, yeah, that'd be great. So at least there's that there is a way, um, I guess it's in a specific area where it, it you hear Rick Gomez's voice it probably was patched out already, but at least, uh, during the initial release, that seems to be the case. So yeah, uh, outside of that, um, pretty cool. Um, and I'm surprised by how good the, uh, upscale PSP videos look cause they're essentially, they, they are using the same, uh, videos you see in the, from the PSP version, but they definitely, I guess maybe some AI upscaling to some extent, I'm curious. I've, I've avoided watching a digital foundry video, uh, showing what they possibly did, but in more detail, but. It definitely seems like they did some, some things. It looks, it looks good for what it is though. I really, um, I'm really, uh, satisfied with it so far. I like the, up, the updated graphics and, and looks of all the characters. They look pretty, pretty great. And at least, uh, if you're familiar with the story plot of crisis core, you'll see a lot of, a lot of locations that you're going to see in the, the next game. So, uh, the next game of the remake series. So that's going to be interesting to kind of, you know, fantasize and see how that's going to play out. So hell yeah. Um, but I'm digging it overall so far. I am, um, voice, voice aside. Um, it, it, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. So, um, definitely can't wait to put some more hours in to, you know, fully, fully see the game, you know, uh, And see maybe what they did add additionally, you know, on top of it. So, yeah, yeah, there's that, there is that. And pretty much with that being said, that pretty much was all I played. Uh, well, especially since last episode, let's get to what I've been watching. Um, Let's see. Uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Man, it's been it's been way longer. Uh, I've a lot of stuff, but uh, yeah, definitely watched Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I've definitely had a lot of time to think about it. Um, my thoughts on it: I I definitely liked how they treated Chadwick Boseman's death. They did it very respectfully. Um. I guess minor spoilers. I'm trying my best not to spoil, but minor spoilers potentially for Black Panther, what kind of forever. But yeah, I really liked how they, um, honored Chadwick Boseman's death as well as, you know, um, it's pretty apparent in the material that they are also killing, um, uh, Chadwick Boseman's, uh, well, uh, T'Challa's character the character T'Challa as well in the, in the, in the movie. So yeah, the, basically the emphasis is on who's going to be the next black Panther, which that question is answered. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm surprised, uh, at least how much the supporting cast kind of stepped up in a lot of ways. And like a lot of them really did help with this movie in terms of like, you know, their roles, um, you know, doing a lot of the work, for the movie as well. Like, um, Winston Duke was really good. Uh, I forgot the girl that plays, um, Ironheart. She was really good. Wasn't necessarily necessary, but she was good. Nonetheless, um, just basically, Hey, I'm going to be in, I'm just let you know, I'm being a uh, check out my Disney plus uh, show coming next year kind of thing. But it was, it was at least the the, the scenes and stuff, she shined as well as the, you know, the synergy between her and um, Letitia Wright. Um, as well as um, Okoye, not Okoye, what's her name? Uh, she is Michonne. Why can I not remember her name? Uh, Denai Gadera Denai Gadera she was cool. Um, so yeah, they definitely really showed out. Of course, um, Angela Bassett, whoo, she acted her ass off boy. Uh, I think she did get a, a nomination for, uh, or I forgot what the, what the correspondent award is a Oscar. I think, I think it's an Oscar. She did get at least the Oscar nomination for her role in, uh, in this movie. So shouts out to her. Um, yeah, it was really good. I did enjoy it. I liked Namor, who's, you know, the new, like, <laughs> anti-hero slash villain of the movie. Um, yeah, some very delightful surprises, like, seeing Allegra de Fontaine in this. Uh, wasn't expecting that, and that she's dating the one, the one token white dude from the first movie. That was cool. Um... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Not sure if I would put it over the first one, at least the more I've, I've thought about it. But it's it's up there. It's not like severely, you know, horrible in quality and stuff. They actually did a lot of stuff. They did a lot of good plot uh, story building and stuff. And I felt it, a lot of everything mattered and made sense. Maybe I need to watch it again at some point, but yeah, I, I I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it. Uh, also watched, uh, (laughs) death note, um, basically, uh, girlfriend and, uh, uh sister, they all they wanted me to watch this and I'm like, you know what I haven't I, I did I watched it a while back but never really continued it but it's like let me let me go ahead and fully watch it now and uh yeah I fully <laughs> ended up binging the whole thing. It was pretty good I really liked the plot It was a very interesting plot um that you know is not really common and it was very interesting seeing this character uh light go through this whole process of you know finding this death note where for those who don't know kind of a brief description basically this guy Light Yagami finds this uh death note in the wild I think he finds it and uh, i think was instructed by the i forgot what they call him y- Yagai or something i totally butchered it but basically a monster from a different realm or whatever uh told was telling him how to use it like hey you can you just write their name and tell them how they die and you can specify and, you know, that's how they'll die or whatever. And basically he was using it, uh, at least with good intentions where he was killing people that quote unquote deserve to be killed. Um, and then, you know, basically through the course of story, things get a little, a little out of hand more or less. And then, you know, just seeing how that all like kind of, uh, unravels, but I really dug it. It was a pretty, pretty, pretty interesting plot. I was captivated at each episode. It was, it was very much a lot of like, it was kind of like, uh, you know, the rare plot, like angle perspective where you actually see, I guess it's, 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 it's uh, a for interpretation where you see the other person <clears throat> you're on the enemy side in a way and see how, how do they get away? Are they going to get away with it? Are they actually, is he, is he going to get caught? And, you know, kind of that whole dynamic was also coming into play, which was very interesting too, but highly recommend it. Really top tier anime. I really dug it. Really dug it on Netflix, by the way. Uh, Sticking on that anime train as well. <laughs> uh, finish Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, at least the stone ocean arc. Uh, like it, Netflix did it very weird where they like split it in like three, three groups. I guess you will. They staggered the releases of, uh, what, like the episodes where I guess they did it by arc in a way. But uh, I I was thinking they were going to re- wasn't going to release until sometime next year or something. But lo and behold, they released it pretty much uh, like I want to say uh, around the 1st of December or something like that. But I didn't get around to watching it until like about a week or so ago. And um, yeah, I really well, I dug most of it. I dug most of it. Um, yeah, I dug uh, dug a lot of of towards the end, you know, of course, typical Jojo's fair, if you will. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jojo's fan knows what that mean. Like kind of the typical anime, like, Oh, uh, Oh, you will never under, you will never figure out my devious plan. Huh? I did. I knew it all- the whole time. I was, I was thinking 300 steps ahead of you, but Oh no, you didn't actually, I was thinking 600 steps ahead of you, <laughs> you know, That's, I guess that you could kind of, you could kind of apply that to a lot of anime when you think about it, but nonetheless, in terms of the context of Jojo specifically, yes, that's very much Jojo's, uh, uh, in line with the Jojo kind of nature, if you will. But yeah, so, um, yeah, I can't really spoil it since it really came out, so I won't, but I really enjoyed, yeah, the most of it just the ending I just was not a fan of. I can't go into much more detail than that, but, uh, I think most people, well, at least, uh, from what the research I did, it seems like the ending is very controversial to a lot of people, which I, un- I very much understand it because yeah, you can interpret it a lot of ways, but at least how I interpret it, it just, I, it, um, just was I'm not a fan of it personally but i i i can see some people's points that are that oppose mine in regards to the ending but uh i'm just not a fan of it i'm not really a fan of it that v- it it very much soured my taste to the the season but um it's okay at least my my favorite will still always be Stardust Crusaders um i've yet to see a series that that's top that but it, I mean, as being a JoJo fan, I, I did I did thoroughly enjoy the season. Either way, I'm um, just yeah, just ah, I was not feeling the 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 ending. I really wasn't, but at least it finally did end. <laughs> All these like, oh, I'm thinking it and I'm thinking it's ending. I'm just gonna binge this real quick. But it was literally so many uh, arcs. But uh, I enjoyed it either way. So. There is that, there is that, um, and that pretty much concludes uh, episode uh, 167 of Switch's sites. Um Yeah, I was gonna, I know I normally do my uh, top games of 2022, but I think I'm gonna save that for next episode, which will be within the, in the new year. Since it's uh, I definitely would like to try and finish crisis core and maybe, um, uh, Callisto protocol. Those are at least the main two. I kind of would like to try and finish before finishing that list. So, and I think it makes the most sense to kind of hold that until next year either way. So, uh, yeah. So I think also, yeah, just start that off, but yeah, in, in, in turn as well. Uh, yeah, this will be the last episode of 2022, take uh yet another break um until the new year so i'm probably gonna come back i'm thinking probably the fifth maybe the 12th we'll see one of those you'll know regardless so but uh yeah yeah that'll i think that'll do it um (laughs) thanks for watching And uh of course stick with me um it's been a minute but i'm back um (laughs) If you really enjoy the podcast, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms. Five stars are greatly appreciated. Uh, catch archives of this on YouTube.com/slash A Switch as well, as well as live recording on Twitch.tv/slash A Switch Thursday evenings, ideally. Until next time, y'all. Until 2023, get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck. Oh uh, yeah. is safe.